welcome to Screaming in Non-Binary, where we are going to do just that. My name is Em. I am a tattoo apprentice and an illustrator. And I have known our guest for a few years now. Quite a few. You know, and I'm very excited to introduce them. But first, my co-host. How are you doing today? Hello. Hi. I'm just grand. My name is Aladdin Firm. I am an actor, tap dancer, recording artist, and baby drag performer out here in New York City. Woo! And our esteemed guest. Introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Shane Starr. Applause. If you have applause, play applause. Woo! Woo! <laughs> We can generate I, a round. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. This is the usual audience that I get as well. <laughs> nobody here. Artist, model, MUA, musician, international sensation. Yes! Exit through the gift shop. Yes. You said, what about me getting shot? <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm so very excited to have you on today, Shane. I have known Shane and I was introduced to uh, well first of all let's start off with pronouns and how you identify for the audience pronouns are they them identity non-binary trans feminine fag yes i strongly identify with every every queer slur love that love that yes so i have known shane for a couple years i was introduced through my partner and some friends and all that so and uh, I would just like to share uh, the story of when I first met Shane. Uh, Shane was staying with a past friend and I came over with my partner Ethan and Shane did not speak to me at all, except for when I left. And I was like, bye, nice to meet you. And Shane just turns and looks at me and says, I hope you're prepared to make reparations for your white people. And then I left. <laughs> that's a very turned away. PG-13. That's a PG-13 way of putting it. Okay, let me tell you, let me tell you what I remember. Which... Okay, go ahead. <laughs> So, first of all, this is my memory, and I have a very good memory, whether I'm sober or not. I would just like to put that out there. So, I remember meeting you for the first time, and I was... You came over with your partner, and I was living with a friend who was friends with your partner. Yes. Okay. So I was there, and I didn't really know that anybody was coming over. <gasps> I do remember this now, so I'm so sorry. Keep keep going. <laughs> and I was really annoyed because, okay, let me just say, some people can just roll out of bed and look great. I am not one of those people. <laughs> I If I want to look like a human being, there's a lot of work, a lot of time that has to be put in to being, to looking like be even, like an existing thing. Other than that, I am like, if I, if I don't have at least half an hour, I'm just a smudge on the camera. So, I didn't know that anything was happening, and I was just chilling, and there wasn't, it's not like I had, like, my room, this was a very small apartment I was sharing with this person, 
So I had to like get up quickly, like throw everything on, put on eyebrows because I don't have eyebrows, throw everything and then just like go back to looking nasty, but like play it off like I like I didn't just look nasty. So y'all come in. I didn't know who you were. I did not know your name. I did not know anything about you. But I thought, because I didn't know anything, that you were seeing my friend who I lived with at the time. That's what I thought, that's what oh. I perceived was happening. Okay. So I was, and this friend who I lived with is also an ex of mine. So there was like, you know, there was some layers. There were layers there. And, yes. um... I don't know. I think you might have... I think we might have said hello to each other. Yeah. I think you might have said a few words in my direction. And because of that, because of who I thought you were and the relationship I thought you had with the person I lived with, I was already... You could have sucked my toes. I would have been... I was already predisposed to not like you. So it didn't matter what happened. I wasn't liking you. I wasn't going to like you. And I was over it. So, y'all were playing Wii. My game. By the way, <coughs> my, my Wii, my Mario game. <laughs> y'all were playing my game while I was just sitting in the corner on my laptop looking less ugly than I did before. And I was just not having a good time. I was like, I didn't plan to be around people today. What's happening? So then my friend randomly hit me up and was like, let's party. I don't know when this was. I think this might have been, like, 9 o'clock on, like, a Wednesday or a Thursday. And I said, on my way. So I took the car. I got out. And that's the last I saw of you until... And this was in December of that year. Yeah. Early December, I think. The next time I saw you was New Year's. I had gone out for New Year's, as I always did at the time, because I was, at the time, a big party animal. And I had come home. It was a very long night. I was on a cocktail of cider, wine, beer, vodka, juice, tequila, whiskey, moonshine, and various other delectable treats. Of course. So, I, I come in, and I see you. Now, remember... I, I already don't like you. I already don't like you. So I come in, and I don't remember exactly what I said. I probably said something like, Why are there still people around here? It's like 4 a.m. and I'm already going around. And y'all were just about ready to leave. I don't know if it's because I was going home. <laughs> or if you guys just happened to like, it was be late. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Oh. So... Y'all were on your way out, and I don't know why I said this, as you said. I don't know why I said this. I don't know if there's anything that was, like, that brought this up, or what was happening. But I said bye to your partner, who I adore. Mm -hmm. And then when it came to you, I was like, so I want to ask you, what are you doing to make reparations for what your white-ass ancestors have done and continue to do? I would like to know. Answer. Now. And, and I, I think, think because... No, go ahead, go ahead. I was like, I'm pretty sure I was kind of lit, so I was like, ah, ah. <laughs> I don't remember.
remember exactly what I said, but I think I was just like, I I don't know, I'm trying. <laughs> I remember I remember what you said. It was a non-answer. So yeah. I already I was like, let me see, let me see. Their answer is gonna judge if I'm gonna give them another chance. Oh no! Chance. Was I not failed. given. It was not given. It was not given. No. <laughs> Oh my goodness. um, You know, over time, over time, I was rotted, I was gutted, and I was just maybe unfair to you. And I say that because the more I was like, "Mm," about you, the more you were nice to me, and then the more I felt bad. (laughs) (laughs) So we're only a friendship out of the fact that I I, I gaslighted you into being my friend. I mean, if that's how you want to put it, I just felt bad. Oh my god, you're both manipulative bitches. Oh my god. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's... and oh no. Yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna like say, I just thought you were the coolest person ever, and I totally get not wanting to, because <laughs> like I had no, I had absolutely no context for the fact that we were coming over because I think it was like super last minute too, and. Mm. And it was just like, oh, well, it's fine. It's fine. They'll be fine if, as long as we give them enough time to put on eyebrows. And I was like, okay. And I was, I, I was just like going off of everybody else's like, like right, saying right. like, oh, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's fine. Just like give them enough time to like put on, on eyebrows and it'll be fine. And then of right. course, like, oh, we'll play my Wii. <laughs> So I was just like, okay, perfect. We'll play their the the other person's Wii, and it'll be great. Not knowing that it's your your Wii, your inconvenience. I've, like knowing later, I found out fair, about that. It was so I felt so bad. Yeah. To be fair, maybe it wasn't my Wii. I don't really exactly know, but I I do know that it was my game. It sure <laughs> the fuck was because <laughs> I had to be asked where. Hey, where's that Mario game? Oh, my Mario game. And I'm not even playing. I'm not even the one. You didn't even invite me to play. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Oh, God. Well. But it all worked out. Here we it are. It did. Here we are. Yeah, that was, that's a disastrous <laughs> beginning, but I'm glad it all turned out okay. I mean, oh okay, God. here's the thing is that I. It's a true rags to riches <laughs> story. Friends became enemies. Enemies became friends. It was peaks and valleys. Yeah. Peaks and valleys. Yeah, there. I, I, I'm I'm a kind of person where people usually have a really strong reaction to me, regardless of how extra or subdued I f- I think in my mind that I'm being. And it's usually they either love me or they really do not fuck with me. And I felt bad that you really liked me, and I just really did not fuck with you. And I this time for the first time in real life, I was actually like the one making with the one being the asshole. So then I was like, you know what, let me let me give let me give Emmy a chance. Yeah. And that's and that's why you had to be my statue. That's why you had to be my statue, my Emmy. Yes. My, Emmy, my trophy. <laughs> and Period. honestly, you're the only person in, I think in my life besides like maybe my parents every once in a while that calls me Emmy and it's my favorite thing ever. So Okay. I'm hoping that because I did this through the internet that it actually will stay up and I won't have to recreate a new Zoom thing every fucking 10 minutes. Because that's, oh, that's fucking annoying. Okay, cool. All right, where were we? <laughs> also, 
Don't shade me for not wearing lashes right now. I couldn't find them. I just moved. I don't know. Oh, no. Well, you look fabulous for just having moved. Right? Thank All you. right. Did you just move to New York City? New York NYC. Yeah. No, I just just moved apartments from one area of Brooklyn to another. How do you afford to live in New York City? I don't. I'm actively dying. That's why we're trying to take the band on tour, try to make some of that money yes. back. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, now that we have heard the origin story and speaking of bands and stuff, Shane, you had mentioned that you are actively pursuing musical endeavors. Tell us about that. Yes, I am. Music, it's always been like forever the the goal for me. I don't think a lot of people know that about me because I'm like pretty low-key about it. But even when I was a kid, like they would ask me what I wanted to do every single year. It was always, always music. Never was anything else. It was usually specifically what I would say was rock star. That was what I would say. What do you want to do with your life? I was, I want to be a rock star. Now, maybe not rock, but star. Shane star. So yeah, I am working. I'm really <sighs> grateful to be at a point in my life where I can... I can pursue that where I'm all of my energy isn't just being put towards surviving and like finding out where to stay and you know how to deal with all the shit that's that's happening to me. So luckily, I mean, not that I wish the pandemic happened, that's not what I'm trying to say. I reject that narrative. Don't put it on me, listeners. But through that, it was able to sort of be like a pause button and I was able to kind of choose what I wanted to do a little bit, a little bit more. So music is one of the projects I'm working on right now. And I'm really fucking excited about it. Oh, I'm so excited for you. I know some musicians don't like this word, but do you have a genre that you are pursuing or like what, what does your music sound like? If you can give us a little, like not necessarily a little taste, but like at least like a, a description as to what we should be looking for from you experimental um i will tell you what i'm listening to a lot lately Got and it. that can that'll be not saying i'm trying to sound like them but this is where like this is what i'm being influenced by in the moment listening to a lot of sophie r.i.p legend yes. icon, icon of my life arca apex twin and the diablo one and two soundtracks Ooh. So, yes. yes, yes. Actually, Sophie, Sophie's death was, was like, what lit a fire under my ass, where it was like, because I kind of felt like there's not a lot of trans feminine people, like, doing, doing that right now, and especially to, like, the level that she was doing, I mean, it's not like she was, you know, this, like, A-list celebrity, you know, Angelina Jolie, like, household name, everybody knew Sophie, but she was... In my eyes, in my eyes, she was kind of like, her sound was the future of music. It was like the freshest, like, new act that I've heard, I would say, since, since Lady Gaga, I'll say. Yeah, I agree. And, like, there was just nothing like her. There, there never will be. And I was like, well, you know what? If I'm not gonna, if I'm gonna pursue this and I'm gonna start being really real about it, if I'm, if I don't do it for myself, at least do it to sort of carry on the torch, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, and that's yeah. how I've been kind of, like, pushing yeah. through the fear and the sort of, like, hesitancy of, like, what if I try and fail? 
or what if I try and it's bad, you know? I've been yeah. kind of pushing through it by just, like, telling myself, like, you know. It's for Sophie. It's for Sophie. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, it's the fucking end of the world, so why not go all out? Who cares? Exactly. Right. That's what it's... Right. You that's know? what my Plus. mindset towards, like, doing YouTube videos and, and starting a podcast, both of which are things that I'm starting, that I've been starting for the past month, is kind of like, I never wanted to be, like, that fag on YouTube and being, like... Here's the product. Now what we're going to do, we're going to go in and then we're going to go in and we're going to go in and we're going to keep going in with this product and we're using this product and we're going to go in and we're going to blend and we're going to blend and we're going to go in. I never wanted to do that, but it's like, who cares now? Who cares? Well, right. And also too, like my favorite trans feminine group no longer exists. So I need, I need someone. I need, do it. I need somebody to fill that space. <laughs> My favorite trans feminine group was Gloss. And unfortunately, I found out about them after they didn't exist anymore. I missed mm. that wave because I was busy being a nerdy theater kid and not paying attention to hardcore music like I should have been. But yeah, they were a trans femme hardcore band and their shit bangs, let me tell you. But now I, I need someone to fill that space. I need you to do it. Do this for me. Yes. <laughs> it's completely selfish I, at this I point. love <laughs> filling holes. If there's a hole, yes. I'm yes. on my way. I'm Fill on my up. way. No, I feel like that is kind of actually what how I've yeah. like um, been able to find success in any space. Is like, there's a hole. Like, somebody somebody left. Somebody, like, something something's happening. All right, here I go. That's always, like, at my last job, that was what happened, too. That's how I got promoted, because it was like, well, we need this, and we promised a promotion to this person who's being a huge dick to you, mm-hmm. but you're a better worker, and you'll be this person's boss now, so if you want it, here you go. And I was, and I was, and I was that person's boss. And they went from bullying me to having to take my bullying. Yes. Love that. I can't, I can't tongue pop. I can't tongue pop, but I'll... I'll, I'll Hold on. I'll I'll turn the gain up. (laughs) There you go. Oh my goodness. I love that. I'm so excited for you. So have you started your podcast? What is it called? We, okay. So here's the thing. So between doing modeling, doing gigs, doing the podcast, doing YouTube, music, and also editing all of that. Editing every photo, all, all, you know, the editing, the, doing this, this podcast is like a fraction, a tiny fucking fraction of the actual work. Mm-hmm. Most of the work, no one ever sees. And, you know, having my finger in all of those pies and editing them together is a lot. Yes. So it's coming along very slowly. I have like four episodes that I need to edit. Have I been editing Ooh. them? No. I but you got them been. recorded, though, so they're recorded, the and I find them entertaining. But it's like, oh my god, the editing—it's like I just bounce between edit this, edit this, edit this, and yeah, I hate I it. I feel that I edit and upload this podcast as well. So yeah, I was gonna say, and then you know, I'm always, I'm usually with Eddie and during the editing process for all of our music stuff. So. Right. Yeah. Right. Here yeah. You. It's a lot of work, and you're doing it all yourself because that's what yeah. queers do. That's amazing. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah I, I've, I'm like one of those people who like I don't see results, so I just want to keep going, and then I get burned out, 
and then I don't do anything for the next six months because I'm fucking burned out. And then I find a new hobby. And then a year later, I come back and then I bur- get burnt out. So as, as I just want to, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I just want to get like one thing, just like one thing, ple- like just one episode of one something, a song, anything, just one thing. And then I can be like, let me undo my, let me undo my belt a little bit and let it hang out a bit. Yes. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. And then you're yeah. doing, like you said, modeling and, and doing like different gigs and stuff. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? What, what would you like me to talk about? Well, like, okay. So first of all, like, who have you been modeling for? Where was, where'd you get your in with all that? Obviously, you're a person that people want to see. You know, you're a highly desired person. Very yes. I would like, nice. oh, thank you. That's very nice. That's very nice to say. Sometimes I feel like I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. What? I, d- I disagree. I feel like you would be. Yeah. Very, like, high fashion, but also, like, I don't... Because, okay, don't get me wrong, as somebody who loves to look like an alien, I feel like sometimes you see models that are, like, very far... They seem very far removed from, like humanity you know what i mean like what's in fashion you know especially we saw all that with like the heroin chic it's like that's not what people look like i feel like you hit that perfect of like high fashion but like also this is a remember people we're real human beings and like oh you just of perfect like yes but i am high fashion alien but also like hey like you could look as fast yes i exist you exist and we can coexist. Yes. <laughs> concept. Scary. Scary concept. Scary concept for people in times where sometimes, you know. For some, yeah. right? Yeah. And, uh, to go back to your questions, which I have already forgotten. Who have I, who have I, where have I been doing? Who have you been wearing? How did you even yeah. into it? How did you start? Who have you been wearing? Okay. How did I start? I started in my bedroom doing, I mean... Self-directing, That's where most doing start. basically the same thing I'm doing now, but just on a smaller scale of like being, you know, being the makeup artist and the stylist and the and the director and the and the photographer and X Y Z and just trying to improve, improve, improve until you know you start moving in circles and you kind of you know slither slither through and maybe go a little unnoticed and then people eventually are like, oh hi, wow hi hi. But it's all it's all about getting your foot in the door, I think. Absolutely. Once you get your foot in the door, you can, you know, because then it's like, you know, you go to you go to 10, 10, 10 auditions and none of them work out. And then, you know, you get into like one, mm-hmm. you get into that 10th one. And maybe, you know, maybe you're the star of the show, maybe you're not. But the next time that that person holds an audition, they're like, "Well, I only have 12 spots." Well, I know this person. We've worked together before. So, you know, and to them, it's like, we've worked together. I know them. I know what they're like. Uh, we have a, a rapport. Things are going to be, you know. So they also they always used to say, you know, those those teachers, usually teacher's aides. I don't know why teacher's aides would always say in school, life's not a popularity contest, but it absolutely fucking is. Absolutely. It absolutely fucking is. It's all about who you know. It is. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. 
No, yeah, I've definitely found that to be true, especially with acting. Mm. Like, of course, like, I'm not going to lie. I get hired by all of my friends. But it is true. Like, I mean, I've also seen people, like, ruin working relationships that way, too, where they're like, oh, we're just friends, so I don't really have to care about this. No, definitely 100% treat your friends' projects the same you would anybody else because, honestly, like... Yeah, my friends are the ones that give me work. They go because I know that you're going to show up prepared and be on time and know your shit. And we're going to have a good yep. time together. So, mm, I hear you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. For sure. Who who have you been working with, if you can tell us? Yes. I don't know if it would be oh. correct to tell you. I no don't problem. Know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's I don't know. Good. People can get people can get weird about like you know, it's professional or it's not professional, especially when sometimes things are not released yet and people Makes can sense. be very. Oh, fair, fair, fair. It's all good, know, yeah. right? No, we don't want you to disclose any. Yes. Yes. So last year, last summer, and this has this has you know come out, so I can I can say it, but. Last summer, I did work with someone who I think is just, like, the fucking coolest. Like, such a... I feel like we're on the same wavelength as artists, but Stein, Stein the designer, shout out, shout out to Stein the designer, fucking incredible talent, so good, is one of those people who, again, is, like, those, like, renaissance people who can... They can... They can... They can make the clothes... They can wear the clothes, they can model the clothes, they can take photos of the clothes, they can, you know, everything, everything, everything. They have their fingers in many pies, many pies, and is just like, oh, the clothes are so good, the clothes are so wonderful, I just, I love them, I love them. That's amazing. I love that. Not that, not that, not that Stein really needs me to, like... (laughs) advertise because stein is like a big fucking deal but you know that's just somebody that i've worked with who is just inspires me endlessly oh i love that that's such a work ethic such a work ethic oh that's amazing i love that oh it's so wonderful to be like because obviously like there are some times where you just take a paycheck and 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 like obviously you still put 110 percent of the effort in you know but it's it's so wonderful to be like excited about the project and excited about who you're you're working with or working for. So that's amazing. And I sometimes, love that. sometimes not. Sometimes you don't take the paycheck, but you yeah you, know, you still have you still you still show up and you still do the damn thing. Right. Yeah, because like you said, it's all about getting your foot in the door. Yeah, yeah. For even sure. if you even if they're chopping off your limbs as it's happening. <laughs> You'll put that stub, you'll put that bloody stump in there. Oh, yes, absolutely. I love that. 100%. 100%. I I mean, you know, I am starting to get to the point where my manager is saying like, okay, now you, you there does come a point where you have to start saying like, okay, no, 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 I'm a fucking professional. Like, I need to be paid for my services. And I'm sure you've hit that point as well too, where you're like, no, okay, but like for real though, like, my time mm-hmm. is valuable. But yeah, there are definitely, every once in a while, there are those uh, those connections that you just need to establish. And yeah, you stick that sucker right in there and you say, this is who I am and this is what I can do for you. And more often than not, that has worked out to my advantage because people see that, you know, you're hungry and that, again, reliable and that 
you know, you're going to treat it seriously. And usually those are the connections that kind of Absolutely. stay with you. Also, by the way, I am loving your outfit and makeup. It's giving me very Life on Mars vibes. Oh, ground control the major top. Oh, I mean, um, I'm desperate. Please fuck me. Oh, wait, um, thank you. I was... <laughs> I was I was I was purposefully doing a life on Mars thing today, but I'm wearing glasses, so it's like you know. But I can't see you if I if I'm not wearing glasses. No, I picked up on it right away. I just didn't get to say it. Before. Thank you, thank you. I was like, oh, I recognize that. I was waiting for my yes. my mullet to grow out a little so I could do this look, and then when we were talking about the podcast, I was like, this is the perfect time to do it because the three of us all love Beautiful. Bowie. So yes. Be perfect. Yeah. Yes. For those of you who are Thank not you. subscribed to the so Patreon, patreon.com slash screaming and non-binary, Shane is sporting an absolutely glamorous rendition. Not that the first one isn't glamorous, but it's super glamorous on Shane, a Life on Mars Luke, and it's it's so good. It's so effortless, but so amazing at the same time. Definitely subscribe to our Patreon because Em and I look fabulous <laughs> every week and all of our guests, we don't hang out with ugly people. It's not a thing that we do. So all of our guests are incredibly attractive and we would love for you to be able to see them in all Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> the oh, whole the whole shebang, including the Dior scarf. That is made into a faux tie because I yes. don't own a tie and I needed one for this look. Period! Yeah, That's going to be really loud. You're going to have to compress that. I'm so sorry. It's all good. Have to that. <laughs> or maybe I just won't. Maybe they'll just have to deal with it. Yeah, scare it. <laughs> scare it. Scare them into submission. <laughs> Subscribe to the Patreon now! <laughs> now in 3D sound. <laughs> oh, man. We called it screaming and non-binary, so that you know they should. It's know on what brand. We warned. It's I'm surprised you don't open every episode. Just <laughs> you know, music plays, intro music here, dun, 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 and then hello. Ah! <laughs> You're Aladdin, <missing> opportunity. <laughs> Aladdin did that a couple times. The last go, uh, couple podcasts. Ah! Yeah, just that. <laughs> but I think. Yes, but I think we should start making that something that we just do, you know, because I think it's on brand. Hello, welcome to Screaming and Non-Binary! <laughs> I think we should hire, like, uh, Oh my goodness, to yes! Uh, you know, we should. I know some people. I'll perfect, I'll perfect. Uh, let's, let's go back to the makeup, though. Shane, when yes. did you first start experimenting with makeup? I want to say... Okay, I'm going to disclaimer this. I dropped out. Math, not here. We don't know math. We don't know math like that. Mrs. Math, we don't know her. I want to say 13 years ago okay. or 12 years ago, maybe. Seventh grade. I was in seventh grade. Love yeah. that. I was in seventh grade and I started... Wearing just only red eyeliner. And oh. it was it was red eyeliner. Not really. It wasn't on the waterline. It wasn't even really where the lashes are. It was just kind of all over the place. And I wore it. It was Hot Topic eyeliner when the packaging had the skulls on it. 
And they're the only place around that had cool colors. So they had like red and green and blue and and no everything else was just like black, brown, maybe white, maybe white eyeliner. It was like all this cover girl and shit. And I was I was not trying to be cover girl. Mm-mm. I was trying to be uncover girl. Like let's uncover all of it. And it was really bad, but I wanted it to be bad. I don't mm-hmm. think anyone else like got that, but I wanted it to be very like punk and blase and you know, but I think other people just thought that it was like horrible makeup, which it was. But then I started getting into like liquid liner because I was like, "Ooh, what if I like what if I what if I'm not bad on purpose? What if I like try? What would that be like?" And the only reason I even started wearing makeup was because I wanted to be a musician and I thought I'm just in middle school like I'm not really gonna be like and I did make music in middle school but it was it was just like on garage band back in the mm-hmm. day but it was like I'm not gonna like no label is gonna like discover me in you know this town that I live in so if I can't like make it I'll just look the part that's mm-hmm. why I started it was it was it was like 20% I want to... 20%? This is not going to add up to 100, but whatever. This is 20%. 20% I want to look the part. And then 30% I'm trans, but I don't really know how to navigate that. So I'm just going to make Rockstar my identity. Love that. And that's, that's how it was. But I never... Wow. I, I, never, I never was like into makeup like... Oh, let me be pretty. Let me like put on some eyeliner and some mascara. It was never that. Ne- I could, the oldest pictures of me in makeup I could find, it was still like, you know, makeup going down here, and there was like a concept, and there was like colors, and it was being all, you know, I mean, it was it was never anything that was quiet, and that was definite. That definitely worked against me in in school. Aww. <laughs> Yeah, people already didn't like me because I, I, I was a transfer and I was like really weird and I had no friends and I was a new kid and I was like, I, I was like this, you know, pe- as people perceived me as being like this Mexican kid, but then having like this, as they called it, this Jufro. So I was like already all over the place. I was obviously like poor and the queer thing, the, the makeup thing, it didn't help it. It didn't help it. But you know what? There was, there was a straight guy in my class who I became very, very good friends with in seventh grade and we would wear makeup together, but because he was so like, you know, hetero with everything that he did and the way he acted and, you know, all of his friends were like all of the, you know, cool kids or the bad kids. So they were all hetero guys. They didn't care when he wore makeup, but they did not like it when I wore makeup. They did not. They did not like that girl. Oh my goodness! Of course. I'm sorry. That was a very long answer. No, that was answer. wonderful. No, that was amazing. Because no. I, because I didn't know the the fact that like it went all the way back to middle school, and the fact that you started wearing makeup was because you wanted to be a rock star. I just thought like you just really liked makeup, which like, no, I- it's it's like never been like the like the like the thing. You know, it's never been like. Yeah. Like, the thing that I want to do with my life. It just kind of happened to be... To, to work out that sort of way where that's what people know mm-hmm. um, me for, I guess. But it's just a part. It's just a part. Which is why I've always kind of been, like, 
no, I don't want to like lean into it. I don't want to be like, you know, I don't want to do those YouTube videos. I don't want to, you know, work at a Target or whatever. And now I don't care because I'm a lot less like, this is my identity. Ah! Mm -hmm. But at the time it was very like, yeah, it was very that. Yes. But oh my goodness though, like some of your looks are incredible. Cause like you said, like you're not doing the MUA, like smoky eye date night shit like it's it's always so incredibly dynamic none of it ever looks the same which is just so incredible to me no. like i mean i can do that i oh, i can like draw a whole bunch of different images or whatever but like I don't know why, but like I, it's just incredible how you come up with all these different shapes and these different illusions that you do on your face. And like I said, like no, no two of them are the same. And it's always so incredible. Like it's. Thank ugh. you. I like appreciate it's so that. Good. Do you, do you feel like because you are an artist in terms of like paper and canvas and stuff, not your face, but like hand god i hate describing art in such a like linear way like this fine art yeah mm -hmm. is that yeah, the term yeah. fine art okay. yeah, yeah. Do, do you not feel like because you are already a fine artist do you you don't feel like that translates into makeup i well i didn't think that it could for a, a while like i'm not doing dynamic things like like faces like you just because I just don't have the gumption to go out like that and like look as cool as you do like 24-7 but I didn't think that I could because like I was always told that like oh well if you're gonna wear makeup you have to make it look pretty and you have to do this stuff like lately I've been experimenting with it and you know like doing that type of thing but like I found I can do it I just didn't I don't know why my brain was just like oh you can't do that <laughs> or like maybe just other people just would have told me like oh you can't do that you're that's not how like you you stick to painting and stuff and like the face is like something you can't conquer but I don't know well that's what I, I leaned upon when I started doing makeup was because for all of my life up until that point what I was always like applauded for by adults and I guess other kids, but not really, was being a good drawer, 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 oh. drawer, <laughs> and a good artist. I was the artistic kid. I was always like drawing, usually, usually like eyes, people's eyes and lips and like their face. Yes. So, hello. But that's yes. usually what I would draw is just like eyes. Eyes, eyes, draw an eye, draw another eye, but different. Draw an eye with, like, a, a, a weird pupil. Why was every emo kid, why did we all do that? We all had the same childhood. We all did that. Why did we all do that? <laughs> I don't know. I think because we wanted to wear makeup, probably. Yes, absolutely. Probably. I was stuck in Catholic school, so I couldn't. Up until up until high school. So, yeah, I was always drawing those things because I couldn't draw on those oh. things. Oh, right. But I also had the, I mean, I guess I also had the opposite experience as well, because then on the weekends I was going to dance competitions and I had to wear the ugly dance competition makeup that was like gold sparkles on the eyes, way too much blush and like big, I don't know, horse, like clown <laughs> lips. Oh, you should have seen, you should have seen me half an hour ago before I washed it off. I had, <laughs> you would have, you would have been like, oh, it looks familiar. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> From Shane's School of Dance. Oh, yeah, I just got off the stage. Just Shane's got out. I was just got Academy. off. My feet 
killing me from all the tapping. Yeah. <laughs> Number 254 from Shane. Plie. 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 Play this. No. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, but that's man. amazing. And, like, again, like, going back into, like, the fact that you literally do everything with your 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 brand, essentially. Like, you – like, when I first started following you on Instagram, I was just, like – like, you – not only were you doing the makeup, but you were taking your own pictures and you were editing them and, like – like, sometimes you would, like, change the background or make it look like you were, like, I know this sounds so rudimentary the way I'm saying it, but, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you did every single part of the process. And, like, you think about, like, like YouTubers or, you know, MUAs now, like, they have, like, a whole team. YouTubers have teams. What the fuck? Like, and, like... Really? Yeah, they have huge production teams. Even people like who do video game stuff, like John Tron, like he has people who write for yeah. him now. And it's the it's man. crazy. And like uh, queers these days, or like the straights these days, like they they forget like the fact that like all of us queers have like grown up like doing everything for ourselves. And especially you, you've done like you've done everything. Like you haven't had help at all. Like you've scraped your way to the top by yourself on your own merits and like and it shows i wouldn't say i'm at the top i am a top but i wouldn't say i'm at the, <laughs> the top i'm not at the top but you're yeah. do, but you're on your way at least you know like oh. you're you're so talented it like blows me away every single time thank yeah. you yeah i mean you are a top but we all give off big verse energy by doing everything you know we have to MacGyver shit out of other shit all the time as queer yeah. people. Yeah. I mean, I can't hate on the YouTubers and, you know, the queens and all those people who have, like, teams. Because I would love one myself. For so sure. I could not be editing every day all day. And I could just focus on making content rather than, like, producing it. For sure. I mean, oh, lord. <laughs> it would definitely help and I feel like because we were kind of talking about this before the the whole podcast started but like you know like quitting certain parts of our lives so that we actually have time to create and stuff like that like you know like I I just yesterday I just put in my two weeks to quit my day job so that I'm gonna be only at the tattoo shop so I actually have time to like you know do art and like you know draw the tattoos that I'm about to do and all that stuff and like you had mentioned too that's like you you don't have a day job you are constantly just working on your art which is so amazing and that's, it's scary, but it's so, it's so motivating to see somebody, especially a queer person who's just like getting out there and just doing the, the damn thing, you know? For sure. Well, let's, I'm so sorry. My Zoom is being stupid. Let's take a break and then we'll rejoin and back. hear a word me. from our sponsors. <laughs> I wish someone sponsor us, please and thank you. All right. So... Speaking of makeup and all that, tell us, what is your favorite era of Bowie? Since we all are, 
This is just a recurring question that I've been asking Bowie fans that we have on the podcast. And I think of anyone, you would have I, the, the strongest opinion. What are you trying to say about me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you, I think... That you're a big fan. I am a big fan. I am a big fan. Especially after quarantine. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Um, I think you should, you should keep, like, results of, like, everyone who asks, you should, like, write it down. And yes. then, like, eventually, like, see, see, see That's what everybody, whatever everybody's thinking, whatever it's about. Oh, so. What the consensus yes. is? Yeah. So, do you mean in terms of, like, looks? Because you said makeup or just generally all Let's go, let's get into all of it. So, a general, how about, what's your favorite makeup era, musical era, or favorite era of period? Or even yeah. fashion-wise, because then after a while, he didn't wear yeah, as much makeup. Yeah, that's true. True. But Luke. Fashion was still Luke is what best. I should should have said. Luke. Okay, so I'll start with makeup. Makeup, best makeup Bowie era slash look. I'm gonna say Scary Monsters. I always love like fucked up clowns. No, I I, I love clowns, and fucked up makeup. So yes. like that photo shoot of him with just the makeup like running makeup. everywhere, the makeup going everywhere. I loved. I loved the Piro clown. Just. That. I know everybody always goes back to, like, um, the Ziggy makeup, but for me, that is the makeup moment. That's the David Bowie yeah. makeup moment. Absolutely. Fashion, I guess, I guess I would have to say Ziggy, because mm-hmm. those are, like, the most, yeah, because, I mean, he was working with, like, all these designers, Japanese designers, no less, so it was all yes. very, like, interesting. Yes. Nobody was doing shit like that. Silhouettes that we still see hearkening back to today, um, like that jumpsuit, even just recently on the finale of Drag Race, we saw a yes! reference to that jumpsuit. Yeah, yeah got so, Mick. Yes, yes, got Mick, got Mick. Yeah. And uh, what was next? Musical era. I'll say an underrated musical era is, I'm going to say two because they're, they're, they're right next to each other. You know, I'll just say it. The 90s. I think the 90s are super underrated, Bowie. I was like, I was about to say, like, Aladdin is about to just, like, fucking shit their pants over that. Because, like, literally, they only thirst trap post Bowie from the 90s with his, like, fucking spiky hair and all that shit. Like, oh my goodness. The only time he ever had facial hair and it was just that little... Yes. The little little soul patch. Or, like, little goatee. It was Yes! Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, super, 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 super underrated. I'm just saying. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I mean, I know this is, uh, I can steer it back in a second, but I have to say, I think that is such an underrated, uh, like you said, underrated era, both fashion wise and musically. Because I think his fashion was incredible. He always had like cool long jackets and like weird frilly shirts or things that were very like, kind of like punk aesthetic because he was also working with Trent Reznor at the time and he really thought that Trent Reznor was the future of music which he was at the at the time he was absolutely the future of music and just this weird industrial electronic but still very rock star and still very like kind of lofty themes of like spirituality and like delves into buddhism etc but is just like you also want to party to it. I just like want to have a glow stick in my hand at all times. It's and it and it has so it has layers to it too because 
you know, the 90s, his, her, his 90s work generally is underrated. But even even the people who do pay attention to it, I agree. there are parts of the 90s that people still, even those who are paying attention to the 90s shit, are saying is bad that isn't. Like Black Tie White Noise or Buddha of Suburbia, which was such yes. a good project. If yes. it wasn't called Buddha of Suburbia, people would have loved it. And he said it was one of his favorite albums that he's ever made. But because of the name, people relegated it to a soundtrack album, which it was not. And it's just, yeah, the early 90s are super underrated. And also, we wouldn't have Jesus of Suburbia if that didn't predate it. So you're <laughs> welcome. Yeah, I'll, I'll, well... <laughs> Although I will say I'm excluding a little bit. I'm a little bit excluding ours from this conversation because that was not good for me. Mm. That was not good. So we're, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't. We don't you we know don't, what? Don't. I will say it's, it's not, it's not a favorite of mine. I don't, honestly, it's one of the ones that I don't feel any strong way about. I'm just like, ah, that's. I liked his hair. Whereas, like, other music of his, I feel very... Strong. His hair for that era, yeah. it was very, like, anime Listen. anime guy with the, like, long hair. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. For me, the only bad hair era, the bad hera for Bowie is, is like, mid to late 60s with, like, that weird, like, bowl outfit. <laughs> it just was not good. No. But curly hair Bowie? <clears throat> yeah, hippie Bowie was it. good. The late, the late 60s, I'm early sure. 70s was good. Yeah. He got his shit together eventually. Yeah. And then my my favorite my favorite (laughs) era overall of his is the Berlin era. I know super like, uh, but that's my favorite. Like the the imagery, the experimental nature of it. Like Brian Eno is just amazing, and the stuff that they did together. I could go on about it forever, but it's yeah, that's my favorite era overall, for sure. I. I keep changing my favorite era because somebody brings up whatever their favorite era is and then they make a really good case for it. And I'm like, I agree. And then I'm like, oh, no, but, like, I agree with that one. So I can't, I can't ever decide because somebody will bring up, like, whatever their favorite era is and then because it's their favorite, they bring up all these, like, details about it. I'm like, oh, you're right. That era is really fucking cool. And so now I can never decide. Okay, on the spot. That should be the competition. Sway my decision. <laughs> uh- on what the best on the spot is. what would it be right now you can't say berlin era I unless mean, that really is okay well i no, i can't say berlin era no see because everyone i mean I, I i can't say everyone knows this but i always go on about how my favorite album is hunky dory that is my favorite album i don't know why even though because i don't there are a couple of songs on it that i don't like like i hate the song Beulie brothers i think it's really lame just bleh. Not his best. I, no, I don't like that song. I don't know what it is. I just, I forget about it all the time. And then I'm like, oh, that's on this album? Oh, but my other controversial opinion is that he has two albums that I think are perfect all the way through beginning to end. The two Tin Machine albums. But I think they're perfect. I mean, Heroes okay. and Low. I think Low is a perfect album. I, there's not a bad song on it, in my opinion. I disagree. That's my that's my Bowie. That's my controversial Bowie. I don't like Low. I just said but I just said Berlin Arrow is my favorite, but I don't like Low. <laughs> I for the longest time Sound and Vision is my For okay, jam. Sound and Vision is 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 the T. Sound and Vision's it. But Bye. for the longest time I Bye. didn't listen to like the first half. I would just listen to the instrumental stuff cuz I was like be my wife, uh, really? crashing the same car, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, I was like oh. uh, 
be my wife is No, me. I like it now. I like it now. I like it now. But like do I think do I think it's his best <laughs> album as a lot of people say? No. Do I think it's like maybe 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 oh, I don't think it's his best. Maybe sure. top 5. Maybe top 5. Maybe. But is it mm. the best? No. I will say though my my hot take is that most underrated makeup look is pinups. Nobody talks about it enough. I think it's so weird and unsettling. And I like things that are weird and unsettling. And I haven't tried to do that look yet because I'm scared that I... And Twiggy's there. Twiggy's on the cover. Yeah, you can't compete yeah. with that. I mean, the album no. wasn't great, Twig but the cover was phenomenal. Both, the cover was everything. I know, if only the album had been as good. I also I also would I mean, like to... I feel the same way about myself. With what? <laughs> if only I was as good as I was. <laughs> I I will say though um <laughs> another controversial boy opinion I think that um Diamond Dogs is is better than than the Ziggy than Ziggy than the Ziggy Stardust album I think Diamond Dogs is better I do really enjoy that album I love Diamond Dogs I you know what I I I rate them close to each other so I won't shade you for that opinion I think that makes sense because it's good it's objectively yeah. incredible I just love like that like. 100%. I also really like Halloween Jack. Mm. That's yeah, I really like the, like, sort of, like, the mid-70s. It was, like, glamour. It was, like, the glamour of, like, the early 70s, but it was, like, the debauchery yeah. and filth and fame of... that we hadn't seen yet. And, and you, this is true for so, so many yeah. artists. So many artists. Like, Kiss, like, how everything, like, the early stuff, yes. it was, like, very glam, but then everything just kind of got a little filthy and, like... But like still very, but even more glamorous, but still filthy yeah. and very polished. But you could tell they're all fucked up behind the scenes. So it was like, yeah, I, I, yeah, that embodies it for me. I mean, what's your favorite Bowie era generally? Well, overall? I really so again, my favorite album is Hunky Dory, just because it's got so many classics on there: Life on yeah. Mars, Andy Warhol, Queen Bitch. But I I fucking love Ziggy Stardust fashion. It's it's what's you. it what it's what sucked me into David Bowie because I unfortunately uh, we kind of talked about this on the last episode of the podcast, but I unfortunately didn't have like a super awesome music childhood as far as like learning about the greats and everything like that. I started with the top 40 people. Like like Lady Gaga is technically top 40 right now, but like I she was one of the first people where like she was one of my first like secular uh <laughs> cuz I grew up very Christian um secular uh music idols and so I was obsessed with her and then I started looking up her idols and the people who influenced her and I was like oh my god like I didn't learn anything about this stuff so like I'm still learning quite a bit like I don't know nearly as much as you guys about Bowie and like I wish I did like I'm still like it's just a constant process of me trying to learn as many details about him as possible. But like, yeah, Ziggy Stardust just like sucked me in like that, that jumpsuit, like with the huge ass legs and like, and also like growing up a fucking weave. I fucking love Japanese fashion. So like the fact that he was like very much into Japanese fashion and like was doing basically like kabuki makeup as well. Like it was just, uh like i'm i'm sorry if that's super basic i apologize but like it's just it's what sucked no, me in it, but i think it's interesting no 
that's not I think it's interesting all. that both of y'all said Hunky Dory was your favorite, like, album era. Because I feel like that's, in, in, in many ways, I view it, I kind of view it as, like, his first album. But mm-hmm. I think it's his album that is the most mm-hmm. unlike any other album. Because if you look at everything, yeah. including... Uh, Man Who Sold the World. Not as much Space Oddity, but still, still Space Oddity. He didn't really, like, talk about happy stuff a lot. A lot of his music was, like, I'm I'm the outsider, and I don't fit in. Everything, every piece of work he's ever done has been, in some way, the outside looking in. And Mm -hmm. with a lot of, like, alienation type of themes. And Hunky Dory wasn't. It was very, like, I'm feeling in love today. And even sonically, like, it was kind of, like, folksy. Yes. And it was it sounded more it sounded more like yeah. Bob Dylan in some ways than it sounded like um Bowie, except for, you know, stuff yeah. like Life on Mars yes. and yeah. you know. Well, I mean he has song for Bob Dylan on that album, so you know. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. true. That is so true. That's on there. I mean, I don't know, but I do love, you know, big sweeping epic instrumentals. I mean, I think that's part of the reason I like like Low and Hero so much is like the instrumental work, but I mean, the instrumental on Life on Mars, I mean, that is owed to the genius work of Mick Ronson, who, had he not passed away, I really think could have been, like, the next John mm-hmm. Williams. He really could have gone on to do, like, sci-fi and fantasy movie yeah. scoring. Um, but the work that he did in Life on Mars, like, I think, I mean, don't get me wrong, I think Bowie's a genius lyricist, etc., etc., etc. But it was the instrumental work. That yeah. I mean, all of the Ziggy stuff. All of the Ziggy yeah, stuff, he wow. just, he took it there. True. And pre-Ziggy, yeah. yeah. He was, like, super, yeah. He did. Yeah. He did. I was just gonna say, because we were talking about 90s Bowie earlier, I forgot to say, I don't know if y'all saw, it was either Tony Visconti or it was Brian, no, I think it was Brian Eno who said this, that before he died, they were talking about doing Outside Part 2, but he died. Oh my goodness. So, Ugh. Yeah. Because it was always supposed to, it was always supposed to be, that was just part one, that's why it says one outside, and they were gonna, like, sort of bring it back. Oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Ugh. So sad. Wow. But at least, like, Earthling is sort of, it's like outside one and a half. Ugh. How did you feel... Mm. How did you feel about Black Star, especially with it having, like, kind of, like, it came out, like, after he... Because it came out, like, like it, it was it was done before he he died, but then it, I'm pretty sure it was released after he died or in the process. Like, it released, while he was in the hospital. Like ten, it released, like, I want to say, like, ten days or one day or a few days before he died. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. I, I liked the album when I first heard it. I thought it was wonderful. I, I didn't like the song Black Star as much just because I had mm-hmm. heard the version of the song that was to be used for the intro for that one TV show, like The Last Panthers or something. And I thought that mm-hmm. version was a lot cooler. And I heard that first before the song actually came out, so I didn't like the the different direction they went in with it. Now I now I'm fine with it, but I thought the album was fantastic, and I didn't really put together that he was talking about dying the whole time. I just thought mm-hmm. like he was making biblical references, mm-hmm. and that was that was like the thing. Yeah. And then he died, and my friends at the time, I was like in a group chat. They were like, "Oh my god, Bowie died!" I was like, I thought they were trolling me because I knew that I was like. <gasps> oh, no. I was wet for him, and I was like, oh my god, shut up, like, you're an idiot, whatever. 
And then they're like, no, literally, he died. And then I Googled it, and then I just played. I put my headphones on. I put my coat on. I put Lazarus on repeat. I went outside for a walk for, like, three hours. And then I just, like, laid in the snow, because it was January. I laid, yeah. I laid in the snow. And I just had, like, these tears, these icicle tears, like, why? Oh, he's like the bluebird now. Yeah. Oh. I still can't yeah. listen to that song. Especially the video. Oh my god, I can't. I can't watch the video. I can't. I, I can't listen to the album. I can't listen to the album. Like I've I've listened to it a few times, and I have it downloaded on my phone, and I just cannot bring myself to listen to it. I thought the the first listen through was just like I mean, of course, because I'm obsessed with him. I was just like everything he does is amazing. So I just I thought it was incredible. I think the instrumental work is amazing. I love jazz, so everything is just like I'm like. Oh, yes, any jazz influence just thrown in. I'm obsessed with it, but it just made me so unbelievably sad. I'm sure, I don't know, maybe even in a couple of years, I'll be able to, like, turn it yeah. on and listen to it. But I, I get very viscerally emotional, and it's actually kind of, I just get, like, embarrassed that I get that emotional about it, so I can't Oh, to oh my it. goodness, I have no shame. Like, I have been, not at a David Bowie concert, <laughs> but I've been at other concerts where I've just been full-blown sobbing. Like, in the front row, oh, like, at holding on to, like, the fucking barrier, like, ah! <laughs> like, but, like, That's how I was that... when I saw, that's how I was when I saw Lady Gaga the first time. Oh, my God. Or the God. only time, actually. Uh, she, oh, because, I listen, agree. listen. No, yep, I saw Lady Gaga once. Listen to me now! So, okay, I had tickets to the Born This Way Ball. Mm -hmm. Don't know if y'all relate, because I know that y'all are from Michigan, or something. Yes. I, I'm not. I'm not. But I was here at the time. Mm -hmm. She was coming. She was coming. She was coming around the mountain. And then two days before the date, broke her hip. Yes! I was... Oh. I, I was gagged. No. I was gooped. I was everything. And then I finally saw her for Art Rave. She, like, rose out of the ground... That's where I yes, saw Yes, she her. rose out of the ground to my favorite song. Or maybe it wasn't. I don't remember what song. Whatever. She rose out of the ground, and I just remember looking, and I was just sobbing, like, I'm in the same room as her! Oh my god! Yes! Uh, I think I, I definitely... I don't remember when I cried at that concert, but I definitely cried at that concert. I saw her at the Joe Louis Arena with a friend of mine, because my friend was like, my mom bought me two tickets so I could take a friend, and you're the friend I'm taking, and I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna lose my shit! And yeah, we went... And I remember her looking at me and going, this is so fucking cool. And I was like, ah! Uh, I definitely cried at that concert. I'm so fucking <laughs> pissed. Like the little homosexual <laughs> I am. I have never gotten to see Lady Gaga live. But you know who has? My partner, Ethan. And he couldn't have given a fuck. Oh my goodness, look at the merch. Yes! Oh my god, I'm kicking myself for not buying yes. a t-shirt. I should have done it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes, I've, I've heard about Ethan going to Art Rave. I've heard this. I've heard uh, about this. I was so... He no, because he's just like... He's not like a late... He likes Lady Gaga, obviously. You, how can you not at least, at least acknowledge her talent and everything? But it was his dad. His dad, apparently, is this big Lady Gaga stand. And Ethan's like, sure, I guess I'll go. I love that. And I was just like, sure, I guess you'll go. The fuck? <laughs> yes, Mr. Oh Ethan's dad. Oh, my goodness. It's the only good part about Ethan's oh, dad. <laughs> yes. Oh, he, but, yeah. 
He's he's listening. Oh he's man. He's listening. He's listening. <laughs> he's coming for you. Oh my goodness. Uh but yeah. But yeah, okay, so going back to the to the, like the the Black Star album, I got the vinyl and the person who I was did, with you that day, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And when when you buy the the vinyl, it's engineered in a specific way so like it can either reflect or do like different shadow things depending on how you reflect the light onto it and there's like fucking like i think like 300 different things you can do with the vinyl cover you know sleeve the whole package or whatever to make like different images like show up and i was just like of course of course, he would it's have incredible. to. He left us with like a piece of art that we could buy from him. Like, uh, uh. It like, used to be my favorite Bowie album for a while because I was like, mm-hmm. this man really just made his death into an art. He really did that. Period. And, um, it was, uh. He did. He turned it into Even a the timing of his death, it was just like perfect with. So close to his birthday. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah, but over the years, I'm kind of like, you know. It's still up there, but it's just not my favorite because I can I can see things that I would change about it. Mm-hmm. Like For some sure. of the songs just go on way too long towards the end. And it's like, all right, next one. Sue, <laughs> the version of Sue is I not as good like, as the one that was on the greatest hits. He's dying. Black Star. He's dying. Just let him have it. Just yeah, him. fuck you. <laughs> he's dying. Just let him have it. Just let him get it out. He I'm canceling you, Bowie. Oh you. my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. <laughs> man. Well, what topics have we not covered? I feel like we've been we've covered quite a bit. Have I forgotten anything? I don't know. I feel like we didn't talk about me enough. <laughs> well, let's talk more about you. <laughs> what other what other projects or whatever are you working on that you're very excited about? Or tell us, or yeah. you, if you want, you can tell us how you realized you were a non-binary trans femme. Anything you want to share? Honestly, it's your it's your it's your time. <laughs> well, I will share with you really quick because you asked me about my podcast earlier, and I yes didn't tell you anything about it i just complained it's all I just good. complained it's, it's all, all good, good. Um, <laughs> the podcast is the working title which i'm pretty sure it's just gonna stay is called the missy and sissy show i'm missy and sissy is my best friend of almost as long as i've been doing makeup i want to say like 8 12 12 or 11 years a really long time since middle school Our, my best friend mm-hmm. since middle school his name's donovan and it's just us talking about various topics maybe maybe not unlike a certain other podcast that i don't know sounds sounds, i don't know maybe yeah it's it's very it's very very that we're just talking and and screaming and you know saying things that could probably get us canceled and you know me debating should i edit this out should i keep this in is this funny is christina aguilera's fans gonna be mad at me if i keep this in (laughs) Oh, Stuff no. Like that. Yeah. Love that. Um, it's really, really, it's really, really fun. I just don't want to do the editing anymore. Even though I like the editing, mm-hmm. because there are certain comedic things that you can do, but it's on top of everything else, it's just too much. And we always end up talking. We're like, all right, we're going to talk for 
an hour, and that's it. Three hours later, and then I have to edit through <laughs> all of it, and it's like it, it it didn't even it didn't even get good until the last half hour. So it's like, oh. um, <laughs> as far as identity trans shit, when did I realize? Probably the time that I looked in the mirror and I was like, Mm-mm, not this body, not this body, baby. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Um, I'm like I'm that. like I'm I'm more okay with it now, but especially because I'm I'm like you know into my non-binaryness. But if I wasn't as tall and my voice was a little higher, I think I probably would present more binary. But mm-hmm. I understand that I have a certain you know sex appeal. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so you know, it's got its it's got its pros and cons. I want to say. I want to say when I started, okay, so I think when I I was told that I was not allowed to wear makeup anymore, and then I realized how much that hurt me, I think mm-hmm. is when I started to think like, hmm, maybe this is like something deeper going on here, but I didn't really explore that until, I don't know, many years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I was, um, I was at the mall with some of my friends who were also emo and I was, I, I did something crazy that day with my makeup. It was, I don't remember anything about it other than it was sort of draggy before Mm -hmm. drag was like very, you know, like popular or whatever, but it was sort of draggy. It was green and purple and a little blue and it was all over my face and I don't remember what it was and I was walking through the mall and I saw my dad and my stepmom and I went whoop and I turned the other way and I ran and it's kind of comedic thinking about it but I was like and my dad was behind me like Shane 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 and I just kept running and pretending not to hear him and there's this really so there's like there's like a wall and it's this long hallway very very long straight shot hallway and at the very end of this hallway that takes you at least three minutes to at walking speed get through the very end is the bathrooms i was running down this really long hallway with my dad just chasing me (laughs) and i think about how funny it must have looked if it was like a sitcom or something it would have been so stupid and then i got to the to the to the bathroom and i i should have went if i was smart i would have went into the girl's bathroom because then he wouldn't followed me but i went to the guy's bathroom and all the guys were like (laughs) and i was at the i was at the um the the sinks and i was just taking everything off as fast as i could taking everything off but he caught up to me before I had taken it off. So it looked even crazier than it did before because it was just running down my face. And he yeah. turned me around and he's like, I don't even remember what I said, honestly, because I was so traumatized by it. But it was basically like, you ever seen Austin Powers? Mm-hmm. Any Austin Powers movies? You know when um, Mini-Me does something that was bad and, and Dr. Evil's like, don't you ever do that again. You hear me? Don't you ever do that again. It was very mm-hmm. that. And then yeah. I wasn't allowed to wear makeup ever after that. And Aww. obviously I did, but I just would hide it. So yeah. I would have, like, my Kiss box set of, like, all of these different, like, you know, these Kiss greatest hits or whatever. And then there was the lining of the box set, but I removed the lining and I would put my eyeliner in there and money in case I ever wanted to run away, <laughs> which I did eventually. And then I put everything in there and, and I would just wear it when when nobody was around. I would do it. I, I would do it anyway. So. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 
How old were you when that happened? I want to say I was in eighth grade. Oh, maybe. Wow. And I wasn't wow. allowed to wear makeup, like, basically the rest of my teen years. And then I just ended up running away. And then I still couldn't wear makeup because I was living with somebody who, you know, was not great yeah. about about that. So that, that put a wrench into my progression, into my character progression, into my level progression, into uh, my ranking. Uh, so, okay, so then, like, from there, how did you get to a point where, like, you were able to actually practice your craft of makeup? Yeah, so I, okay, this is full circle. So the plan was I was going to move with my mom to New York City when i when i was done with high school we were gonna mm -hmm. get out because my mom lived for a second in new york city when i was in elementary school mm -hmm. and after i dropped out because i was being bullied and harassed and stalked and you know near-death situations so much in high school in, in high school i dropped out just to like keep myself safe they um my mom was like why are we waiting let's just go now but i needed a place to stay and so I was like, well, there's nothing for me here. None of my friends are going to, like, their parents probably aren't going to take me in. I'm dating somebody on the internet who lives in Michigan. So let's see what they have to say. And at this point, this person had basically lied to me and told me, like, oh, I love your makeup and it's great and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, whatever, whatever. And your hair is cool and the way you dress is cool. And then so I was, like, had this false sense of security of, like, Finally, I can. I found someone that I can be myself with because no one I dated at that point liked that about me. And I, this was like before, you know, Drag Race had 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 become popular. So you know, it wasn't as like doing that kind of artistry wasn't as acceptable as it is today. I remember like if someone knew that you were a drag queen or did drag or any kind of adjacent thing, they would just like not want to fuck with you at all. Now it's now it's very different, but. That's where we were back then. And when I when I basically ran away to Michigan, I got there and I remember like wearing makeup one time and they were like, mm -mm. and I was like, but I thought you said and they were like, mm -mm. I lied. And I was like, OK, <sighs> so then this continued for like four or five years. And what was I going to do? You know, like it was what I went through runs very deep. But yeah, so uh, for, for all that time, I couldn't I didn't have nails. I did not do my makeup. I didn't wear anything cool. The way that my hair was cut was controlled. I didn't, I couldn't, I had no friends. Like I just moved to Michigan. How was I gonna make friends? I was like 16 or 17. I couldn't get a job because of what they had said. I didn't go to school. I was too young to get into the clubs. And even if, even if I wanted to sneak in, which I did want to, how was I gonna go about that with no like ride or anything? And then eventually I was just like, you know what? I don't really care. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I sure don't love you anymore. I mean, you've treated me horribly for this whole time. Yeah. The way that I'm living now is not living. So even if you are going to like kill me because I'm like disobeying or whatever, like even if that was like what was going to happen, I accepted it because I was like, I'm not living right now as it is. So then I just started doing it and I started wearing it and little by little it was kind of making its way in. And that's why I started doing the seven looks that I do every Halloween, the seven costumes, because at that point, Halloween has always been like a huge thing for me because it was the one time a year I could actually be myself in terms of like my gender identity under the guise of being a rock star, 
course. At that point, I hadn't been able to, to dress up for Halloween in years. And I was like, reclaiming my time, reclaiming my fucking time. So I, I, I started doing the seven makeup looks and then it just kept kept going. I didn't do it this past year because it's uh, there's a lot of pressure and I wanted to take a break from it just for one year. And I was like, this is this is the year. This is the year to take a break from it. Yeah. So I did it. I don't know if I'll. I don't know if I'll keep doing it honestly, because I mean I'm running out of people to do. I'm running out of people. I've done seven every year, so it's a little like yikes. At this point, but. <laughs> and you also had your Instagram is eight past lives where you were doing a lot more makeup looks and everything, and they're all just so fucking incredible. Thank you. I'm thinking of merging it with with my regular one, just so everything can be in one place, and I don't have to like. Yeah, it would just make it easier, but yeah. I don't know. Absolutely. I don't know, I haven't decided. Well, it's there at least. But that is a good place to find me. You can find me at 8 Past Lives on Instagram or not Shane Star N-O-T-S-H-A-Y-N-E-S-T-A-R-R. That is two R's on Instagram. You know, sometimes I'm at the clubs and I'm. they're like, what's your name? What's your name? It's always the white girl. And they're like, what's your name? What's your name? I'm like, oh, I'm Shane. They're like, Shane what? And I'm like, Shane Star. And they're like, oh, like Shane Dawson and Jeffrey Star. No! And I'm like, like nope. Shane, like <laughs> Shane, Shane me and Ringo Star. Yeah. And they're they're always like. Who? Who's Ringo like, Starr? Oh my god. Did he say who's Ringo Starr? The babes don't know who Ringo Starr is. You know what? Actually, I don't know why I'm shocked. I remember when I was a kid, I would wear Rolling Stones t-shirts all the time. And someone was like, why do you have lips and a tongue on your shirt? And I was like, it was like someone the same age as me. And I was like, how the F? It's like one of the most iconic. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. It's all good. Uh, so, Shane, obviously we find you. We can find you online at Eight Past Lives and not Shane Star. I am on Twitter at also at not Shane Star. TikTok, not yet, but my name is Shane Star on there. I am Shane Star on there. The other ones are just stalkers. People, people follow me. They're they're, they're stan accounts. They're, Shane, they're stan accounts. Shane Star stan accounts. Yeah. Of course, you admit it. You are. Shane <laughs> And I, I think, I'm also thinking, I, I, taking on too many projects at once, I'm also thinking of doing Twitch streamings, because Ooh, yes. I think that could be really fun. So I might I might do that too, I might do that too. I know, I don't have a lot to, pl- I have a lot of maybe things to plug that aren't ready to plug yet, but, but hi. stay tuned. That's fine, When and when they're up and ready, we can bring you back, and then you can talk about them. Yes, absolutely. We love a returning guest. We're building a brand. <laughs> oh my god, I hate that. I hate that. I hate the brand. I hate how everything's a brand now. <laughs> like, fuck your brand. I'm gonna rip the label. Brands, brands I are for soda cans. <laughs> brands are for soda cans. Labels are for washers or I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I want to be the oppressor. This <laughs> <time>. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. Well, keep an eye out for the podcast. Say say the name of the podcast again. A Missy and Sissy Show. Look for it coming on every single podcast platform. Coming to an ear near you. Your ears. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Aladdin, where can people find you? I can't wait. Oh, my goodness. I can be found on Twitter, 
TikTok, and Instagram all under at Aladdin Firm. Yeah, that's me. You can find me at Emily Craig Art. Craig is spelled K-R-I-E-G, like the German word. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And you can follow us at Screaming in Non-Binary on Instagram and on Twitter, Screaming in NB. And we are at Patreon, patreon.com slash Screaming in Non-Binary, where we have multiple levels that you can subscribe to us at. And you can get behind-the-scenes footage of us having to do three separate Zoom calls because, for some reason, Zoom wanted to reclaim our time from us. <laughs> so, it did. we are reclaiming our time, mm-hmm. and this has been Screaming in Non-Binary. Thank you so much. Ah! Uh, ah. Thank you so much to Shane Starr for coming on this evening. And we hope you listeners have a lovely day or night wherever you're at. Bye! Bye! <laughs> I'm stopping recording now. <laughs>